The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. And welcome to the fourth quarter heartbreak. I guess as the season moves along, it makes sense that they just draw it down the line which quarter was going to be the one that they fall apart in. But man, ooh, that was a close game there. Team looked pretty good. But again, fourth quarter falls apart. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hoop Ball Toronto Raptors podcast. I am here, as always, with Kieran Smythe. Good evening. And Ben Harrison. What is up, folks? And if you are looking to follow us here on the podcast, you can follow us at HoopBallRaptors. That's at HoopBallRaptors, and that is for both Instagram and Twitter. Ben, would you like to tell the people how they can find you on the interwebs? Yes, indeed. The people can find me on uh, Twitter or Instagram. It's uh, at Benny and the Raps. Excellent. Kieran, same question. I am at kdilla1981 on Instagram and at k underscore dilla on Twitter. And if you are looking to see what I'm saying, you can follow me at Brendan Hodgins on Twitter. Eventually I'll get to Instagram, but I'm just not that pretty. Uh, and <laughs> if you get the chance, please head on down to hoop-ball.com. That's hoop-ball.com. That's the mothership for us here. Anything basketball-related, you can find it down there. Uh, if you're looking for wager advice, uh, fantasy, I know it's getting close to the end, but there's still some lessons you, to be learned, or DFS, they have it all at hoop-ball.com. Okay, guys, as I was saying, they played pretty well, considering shorthanded. Uh, you know, it seems to be a different lineup again every week like it was going there before. But, uh, you, yeah... The team showed up and then just couldn't get it done in the end there. Was there anything that you specifically liked from this game here, Kieran? Something that you saw that you were like, okay, that's what I want to see the team play for the rest of the year and to start the next year? Um, To start the next year, that's a lot to take away from this game. (laughs) Um, I'm still just, you know, happy with with the, uh, with the, the, the big guys we got. And still, sort of thinking like, what would what would the season have been like if we had them the whole year, right? Because they're just uh, they bring so much to the team. Um, I think it just says a lot that we're able to keep up, you know, so shorthanded um, with a team like the Clippers, who are you know contenders. I don't know, you know, one of the favorites to to win Supposedly. this year. Yeah, right. And um, you know, we, allegedly, uh, we kept up with them the whole game. We had this right until the. Um, that uh, Siakam turnover there, the offensive foul, which we could have tied the game up at. Hey, I think hey, hey. that sort of yeah, bringing that right out, right out the gate. <laughs> um, but no, you know, like that would have tied it up. Birch was ahead of the head of the pack. I don't know why he didn't pass it up, but um, you know that could have made all the difference. It was sort of that was a pretty uh, a big moment, I think, when kind of the game slipped away from us in the fourth. But uh, yeah, no, great game um, from a lot of the guys. You know, Siakam and. Uh, Van Vliet put up decent numbers, but took a lot of shots. Um, so, yeah, we weren't hitting the threes too well. But, um, man, Ken Birch and, and Gillespie, they're rebounding. Like, these guys, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to keep an eye on this. But I think 
you know, more often than not, they have like half of their rebounds are offensive. I don't know what they're doing down there, but mm-hmm. they're great at the, uh, the offensive boards, which is fantastic. So um, that's probably I'd like to see from them if they're still with us next year is bring that kind of thing. Um, otherwise, just solid defensive game kind of all around. We held Kawhi to 13 points. Um, Jalen Harris looks like he's trying to take Flynn's up and coming spot. <laughs> um, so yeah, I know it was, uh, it, was a, it was a great watch. I had a I had a great time watching that game. Late one kept me yeah. awake the whole time. Yeah, and just in case uh, people weren't aware, both Lowry and uh, OG sat this game. Um, Lowry seemed kind of like the standard rest for OG. I think it was calf slash rest. Yeah. But he's also going to be out the game tomorrow, so maybe it's a little bit more than that with OG. But I don't think it's anything serious. Ben, was there uh, something specific from this game that you really liked uh, or that caught your eye a little bit more than usual? Well, I quite like those new uh, City Edition jerseys, i got to say. I think I'm going to have to get myself one of those with that uh, the old school colors there. Yeah, Pretty sharp. Loving those. Indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, a few things, uh, just to build on what Kieran said. Um, those two big men, like, yeah, it's just such a different team on the glass um, every night, especially on the offensive uh, offensive glass. Um, you know, what Toronto does extremely well as a franchise, better than most in the league, is, uh, is player development. Um, you know, we don't bail on guys when we draft them. They got a long time in the organization to try and make a name for themselves. And um, Nick Nurse just seems uh, to really excel at just putting guys in a position to succeed. And... Uh, and we're already seeing it with uh, with both of those guys, probably yeah. Ken Birch more so. But um, I don't know. But man. yeah, what I really like about them too is um, they keep racking up the blocks, like um, probably at the, about the same clip that we were getting from Boucher. But they're getting them down low, like in the post, not you know flying six feet towards the perimeter uh, out of bounds sometimes, like Boucher does. Um, and it's been a long, long time since we've had like a real rim protector in here. You know, probably since uh, what's the name Valachunas, I would think. So. Um, so that's really good to see. Um, yeah, beyond that, um, yeah, like you said, Jalen Harris, he was um, he was pretty good. I heard Nick Nurse talking about after his first few games where, only, where he only got, um, you know, like three minutes in one game, four minutes in the next. Um, Nurse said he was going to make a point of kind of getting him some more run and mm-hmm. a little bit more extended play because... You know, when you're a guard who's supposed to handle the ball, you need a little bit more than just um, dipping your toe in the water. So it was nice to see him um, in both games, I guess, in L.A. He uh, he got some more runs. So yeah. huge, uh, huge fourth quarter for him. I think he was four for four, right, to kind of uh, try and keep he it close. He didn't miss but... a shot all game. I think he finished five for five. Yeah, yeah. So, four yeah, I guess four. he's uh, – maybe, he, maybe he'll be our closer because that's definitely, like, what we're missing on this team is a fourth mm-hmm. quarter closer. But... Um, and even though I was praising the the rebounding, um, we did lose this one just because I know we kind of keep track here, uh, 42 to 37. So they didn't get a ton of rebounds, but it was just a sort of low rebounding game. Um, and then assists, nobody really outside of Van Vliet. Like Van Vliet got 13, our team got 22. So um, we just were struggling, you know, without Kyle out there. Um, we just don't have anyone else to sort of facilitate. Uh, Flynn's been that guy somewhat recently. He's been in a little bit of a, a slump here lately, so we'll see what happens uh, if he can snap out of that. But um, you know, it's tough. Uh, it's tough to win games, and we all these guys aren't creators, right? So we need to get that ball moving around. Oh, and Ken Birch, man, you just give that guy the ball in the paint somewhere. 
and you're good. You know, like drive in, throw him the ball, and like you know, close to the free throw line, and he's just man, that's his shot. He made a couple of jumpers too. Like it wasn't just like layups or hooks or stuff like that. There was a few where they they kind of just left him open, like ten feet. Like okay, yeah. But he just gets it there. He looks all surprised and then puts up this like you know quick jump shot, and it's like okay, you're gonna keep hitting those, keep taking that. Um, yeah, and him and, and that's the thing. Uh, him and Lowry have sort of got a pretty good chemistry going the last few games um, when they're both in, of course. But uh, so that was, I think, missed a little bit this game. We need to get Boucher back, though. We need his energy, his length. Um, yeah, we just need everyone back. I and mean, we don't need them back now. But yeah. I just like to see like the full squad. It'd be nice to see them a few times before the end of the season just to, to get a glimpse and, a, you know, a what if. But, uh, yeah, I think we stack up pretty well with teams if, you know, if everyone's healthy. I mean, it's not the worst-looking team. No, definitely uh, looking pretty good since, uh, well, not quite the trade deadline. It would be a little bit after the trade deadline. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, looking pretty all right there. Uh, It's unlikely, you know, I know I just said this about Fred Van Fleet, but that Boucher (laughs) is going to be back, I think, before the end of the year. It's just one of those injuries. If Brendan's saying that, I think that's a good sign. Yeah, he's back next game. He's off for 40 tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, he's already been ruled out for tomorrow, so I released the benefit <laughs> of the doubt there. Um, yeah, but it's—I I think it'd be unlikely to see Boucher back. I just don't yeah, see yeah. a reason to rush him back. Like yeah. if they made the playoffs, I think yeah. I know that's a big if too, right? Um, but one thing that will be for tomorrow, uh, I believe Gary Trent is listed as probable. Oh, it's probably because he's looking at these two young guards coming yeah. in here, taking all his minutes. <laughs> so sure. Well, at the very least, yeah. Okay, Harris. You know, he's on Flynn's shown signs, so yeah, he's definitely yeah. got to come back and bust out another forty. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Trent still needs to earn that payday. Like every uh, every game he shows up here towards the end of the season is going to earn him some dollars. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him shooting the lights out the next few times out. So do we assume Lowry's back, or con- is he confirmed playing tomorrow uh, or anything, or haven't heard? He's not listed on the injury report. Okay. Because that's the only thing. Like he's had the opportunity the past few games would have been perfect for Trent because he could have started at a guard. And now we'll have Lowry and Van Vliet back. He'll come off the bench. And, but it's a good, I mean, this is what we need to see is like, can you come off the bench, right? Yeah. You might be starting sometimes. Maybe you can earn that role. But um, a lot of those seats are taken depending who we bring forward next year. So he really needs to show us that he can provide from the bench. So, um, you know, chalk those couple of games off to, you know, whatever, just a little hit to the ego. Who knows what it was, off nights. But, yeah, he really needs to give us a decent game coming off the bench, assuming he comes off the bench tomorrow. Yeah, of course. Uh, This was one of those... You'd have to figure that he probably will. Although it's one of those um, weird things, and this will never happen because it just doesn't work like that in sports. Unless sometimes in hockey it will. Um, You're probably better off having either Lowry or... I think we've even talked about this before. Fred Van Fleet come off the bench. Mm Mm-hmm. You got to split up those minutes. Like, I know that as the game goes on, they sort of maneuver it to that way anyways, that they're, you know, they play a little bit separate. They play with the the bench mob there. But if you kind of started with, let's say, Lowry, Gary Trent, and then you have Van Fleet kind of move in, and then it's Gary Trent, Van Fleet, and then Lowry, uh, Van Fleet, that sort of thing, you probably get more productive minutes going through. But it's just like, how do you ask a guy who, you know, earned his stripes just to go you know what you're still only like in your early 20s but we're going to get you to sit down and get on the bench to make Mm -hmm. the team a little bit better it's you know uh it's a lot to ask it is yeah especially you know i don't i still don't understand how why we're 
<clears throat> giving these guys 40, you know, 41 minutes, 42 <laughs> yeah. minutes almost yeah. for some of like our starters. We're really just trying to wear them down. But, um, yeah, it wouldn't be bad, especially just to finish the season like that or something. But, um, yeah, I don't know moving forward. That's going to be a tough ask. But, you know, if depending on what we do with Lowry, that might, you know, factor in and have Freddie run in the show and have uh, yep. Trent as his number two. But then we, we need another a playmaker, someone we can re- rely on for those uh, yeah. those extra assists. Well, you know, like Van Fleet did look good as in that role for this game. Sometimes I've been, I've you know, voiced my worry about it like whether or not he can be the quarterback in the back mm-hmm. there or if he kind of like yeah prefers to take it on his own but yeah, he yeah. had a very good like this might have been his best passing game pretty much all season mm-hmm. yeah i put that down too like he had uh, 13 assists last night but it looked like it could have been at least 20 like if some of the guys were hitting their shots more yeah. um so yeah it was definitely a good example of why you're not so worried anymore about if kyle leaves which is starting to seem kind of inev- inevitable um, but yeah, Freddie looks like he's definitely ready to run the points. Uh, yeah, like last night, he was calling out all the plays. He was setting up the half court, just doing it all. Uh, besides the shooting, of course, he was what five for fourteen from deep. That stood out to me. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, he's really uh, got a well-rounded game. He's not just a flashy scorer anymore, like a uh, energy guy off the bench. And uh, we'll see if Flynn can back him up on the second unit. I think that'd be the bigger concern, but we'll see. Yeah, and just to bring it back there for you, uh, Kieran, it was for the rebounds for Birch and Gillespie in this game. Yeah, Gillespie was half and half. He had two offensive, two defensive, and Birch had three offensive and five defensive. Yeah. But last game, Freddie had five offensive and two defensive. Crazy. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that's that's excellent. So I like what they're doing. Um, You saw that that, that crazy uh, Van Vliet hit this... uh, Layup off like the top oh, of the this, backboard. Yeah, left-handed. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I think it was over Zubak or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was one like of the a big guys. Guy, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was just wild. It's one of those ones like, oh, and then oh my god, okay, had the right <laughs> spin on it and everything. It looks so good. A little bit of English. Yeah, I know it was a it was a good game to watch. You know, in the loss, and that like, I think we've said this a few times. This is how you want to lose to the you know the better teams. Show you can compete. Show you can, you can do. Obviously, at this point. Like I said last week, I'm now I'm okay with winning again, um, <laughs> but now they're not doing it. So you know, um, but yeah, no, that yeah, was a, a game like that like shows you a game like that shows you that like we're closer to contention than we are to like a rebuilding. You know, we're much well, closer. What, was, so. what Freddie said is like the, they're going to go down as the best worst team in history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he said that as a joke. Well, yeah, I, no, they actually had stats on that. I saw it. Um, they're actually on like a wildly historic pace with the uh, like the point differential or net rating. Um, like no team since the uh, since the early seventies has had this bad of a record, but is still outscoring opponents like hmm. uh, on a per game average. I'm sure crazy we're at, like, stats will almost plus one. Soon. Yeah, yeah, we're at like almost plus one, and uh, yeah, we're by far like the uh, the biggest. You have to get up to like history, the Knicks so. or like Miami to get the next team that has a positive rating in the rankings of the East. So. Yeah. 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 No, we just can never quite put it together, and then we'll blow out some other teams. But uh, yeah, no, this was a solid one, and we got what Washington coming up. Yeah, that's pretty much the season tomorrow. If they lose that game, there's absolutely no hope. If they win yeah. it, yeah. there's you know still still some this sort this, of this like shred. Yeah. Well, the other thing is Indiana still doesn't look very good. So like we keep talking. No, about and they're having Washington. They're yeah, they're having problems with the coach too. Did you see that stuff coming out? You were talking Players about that. Do you want to fill us in out. on that? 
Um, well, I was actually taught it's not a good day for coaches. Uh, earlier on Twitter, I posted about how Terry Stotts and um, uh, Mike Budenholzer, um, somebody's throwing them under the bus. It was leaked that um, for both of them that they're expected to have like a long playoff run or else they're going to be getting fired. Right. Which is like, I don't know, kind of obvious to everyone anyway, I guess. But it's just weird to have like that leak out right before they go into the playoffs. And it's setting it up. good for the team. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, it's kind of like, um, uh, what do you call it, softening up the ground for the fan base. But mm-hmm. um, but the one with, uh, yeah, right, yeah, whoever leaked it, yeah. But um, the one with Indiana, I guess uh, some of the staff said he's uh, micromanaging and that kind of thing, and they might be looking to quit in the offseason. Mm-hmm. The assistant coaches and some of the players, too, are... Uh, I don't know, not happy with his coaching style, which is weird because earlier in the season, uh, I remember it was Malcolm Brogdon had said uh, he was like the greatest coach he'd ever seen and like he puts them in a great position to win and blah, blah, blah. But three months later, not so much. So, yeah, Indiana might fall fast. We'll see. Well, I think that's one of those things where Indiana had some of the worst injury luck in the league. Yeah, Turner's still out. Uh, TJ Warren all year. Um, yeah, every single time they looked like they were bit. getting together, everybody you know stopped playing, and you know that carrot. Yeah, though I will they, say, they traded if, for if a guy, the, uh, and he ended up having cancer. Yeah, yeah. Well, blessing that they. No, of course, trade, like that was one of the craziest yeah. things that's happened too. But like, it's just obviously, you know, things are not going well as far as the injury slash sick mm-hmm. or ailments there. So. Yeah, well, not to stray too far, but someone pointed out today that, like, the Knicks, for all the glory of finally making it back to the playoffs, they might not be there very long. If they end up fourth, they're looking at either, what, Boston, Miami, uh, Indiana, or um, Atlanta. So it's going to be a pretty tough run for them in their first round. But Yeah, it's not going to get easier after that. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but they're going to be the favorite, you know, so we'll yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, back to this game here, it's and like we were saying, the, how good of a you know, showing the Raptors had. They pretty much lost every, like as far as the uh, statistical battle goes, they lost pretty much every major shooting and like rebounds, assists, all of that, and they still managed to keep it that close. Like they had a worse field goal percentage, worse three point, worse free throws, worse, re- worse rebounds, and worse assists. But where they made it up is fast break points, they created turnovers, mm-hmm. and uh, like as Kieran was saying, points in the paint, right? Yeah. The uh, well, and yeah, the significant turnover differential. I think it was eighteen for them. We got twelve. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and just making those those things count. That's where OG's missed too, right? He's usually good to force a few turnovers a game, run it up yeah. the court, and things like that. So we had Stanley Johnson as replacement and. Shot 28.6%. So, you know, Stanley Johnson's going to do what Stanley Johnson does. <laughs> Did you um, see him hit the open three, though? And yeah. Matt Devlin went nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he calls him the Stanimal. I was like, really? Uh, too soon for that. That is not going to yeah. catch on. But, um, you know. Uh, yeah, the Stanimal yeah. from Mississauga or whatever. <laughs> he kept the turnovers down. Um, it wasn't, you know, the terrible shooting game. But otherwise, um you know, he was solid elsewise, so don't want to be too critical of the guy. And he hit a couple shots, so good on yeah, him. Yeah, team worst on the uh, plus minus, I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so this game coming up here against Washington, who's been, you know, flying pretty high, uh, with Gary Trent back 
and you know Lowry should be back in the fold too. What do you think the over under for this game is going to be? Um, I still don't like our odds without like without OG or um, without Boucher. Um, I don't know. Although the last time Russell Westbrook sort of handed us the game, um, toward or tried to anyways towards the end where he just run up and do you know do what he does where he just chucks shots. So um, it's really he's such a wild card that uh, you know I'd still give ourselves a good chance for this one, but uh, I'm just sort of. I'm hoping that we don't win this one because this is, like you said, it's a big game. And, uh, like, I'm still, as much as, you know, I said I'd like us to win some games here, I also do not want us to sneak into these playoffs. Um, so, yeah, I'm still kind of rooting that we don't, uh, that we lose this one. But it'll be a close one. I mean, we're going to battle to the end. We got most of our guys back. I think uh, we'll put on a good show and uh, they take it to these guys. But they're killing yeah, ben. Is there something uh, in this game that you think is going to be a key factor here? Uh, in the upcoming game, I mean, pretty much that's our players, like most games. I just tried to look it up. Unfortunately, they don't have the actual over-under spread for tomorrow yet. Uh, I had to guess. Um, I think it'll be points. close. Uh, <laughs> yeah, tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe... Uh, Closer to two forty, I guess, but I think it'll be a pretty close like money line. I think it'll be maybe like minus one twenty, like a two or three point red for Washington. So it should be a close game. It's like one of those, um, you know, like in hockey they call it a four point game, right, where you swing two yeah. games instead of one. So, but yeah, no, so we'll see. Uh, Hopefully they. Uh, I agree. I think it'll be. Yeah, it'll kind of be weird to close. see. I guess we'll see if they really are tanking or not based on who they put in the game, right? Because if we really want to win this game, it'll be a full lineup, right? No one's actually injured. And if we don't, then we'll see some guys sitting out. I think it's pretty safe to say we're not like we're not actively tanking at this point. I mean, you know, we could have done a lot worse. Um, yeah, I think we'll still see everyone who's healthy to play. We've been putting most people out there other than the sort of rest days, but... You know, I'm also on board with giving Kyle Lowry the day off every once in a while and, you know, not unnecessarily playing people. So I don't think we're pushing hard to win, but I don't think we're going to, you know, start uh, our worst players. Like, I think with, with those guys back, you know, Stanley Johnson's not starting, Watanabe's not starting, and so they got to give us those those bench minutes. And, uh, I mean, Trent may be starting, um, I'm not sure how we'll work that, but um, if he's yeah, not, the thing is, they might move him up to the wing, right? I like, mm-hmm. like instead of Stanley Johnson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, I don't know who else would, you know, fill that role. So um, he may very well end up starting this one, which we'll see good performance, and then hopefully we get OG back. We can test it and see how he compares coming off the bench. Because I'd still like to see that a few more times this year. Yeah, no, exactly, because that's what we figure. If especially if Lowry's back next year, that's going to be his role. Yeah. If we sign him, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So we got a lot of ifs, but yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. This off season is going to be a real, uh, real interesting thing to watch based on what. Well, a say the Raptors end up, they stay where they are. What happens in the lottery? Do they move up? Do they stay where they are? And if they move up who is it that's going to be available when they do move up, that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. if they get another guard, then maybe they don't sign somebody. If they get a center, it goes a whole other way. 
and then it's free agency and we're not we, we, we're pretty sure that it's not supposed to be the greatest free agency in the world yeah. but then if there's a Lowry sign in trade like it's yeah. going to be a wild off season so yeah I'm sure they got some moves up their sleeves that we don't even we can't even fathom oh, just yet yeah. so Masai seems I've said to it know, before but you know, I... go ahead well, he's our he's our biggest free agent is Masai Ujiri. We got to lock him up before anything happens, right? So that'll be the big domino, and we will see what happens from there. But. Yeah, that I don't could. Think uh, he, I think he's playing that one pretty close to his chest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do we know sort of? Does anyone have an idea, kind of when that's, you know, when when we have to sign him by or when? Like, what does he have till? I mean, typically, it's not unusual for executives to go unsigned. Like you wouldn't, you hardly ever see a coach go into his final season of a contract without getting extended, just because that's weird for the players if they know he's might be out the door. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but with executives, it's up. a little more common. Yeah, yeah. So traditionally, you know, you'd see the executives signed well before the draft because you know they got to orchestrate that and everything. Mm-hmm. I believe the draft is kind of the first step in the off season. So. All right. But it's one of those things, too, this year where everything is so messed up, and it has been for the last season or so, that like maybe they're like, oh, let's just get everything sorted out before we get to that point, or maybe that's what he's saying and he's leading them on. And then they could be negotiating right now, too, right? So I still can't see him. Same thing with Lowry, right? I do not see him making a bad exit. You do not want to tarnish your no. legacy here. Even if you do decide to leave, you know, you brought the championship. If you somehow screw the, the team over in some way, like that's going to... It'll be a mark on your record anyways. You know, it's not, people aren't going to necessarily turn on you, but, um, and I don't think he wants to see that for the franchise, right? He wants to leave us in the best possible position and all that. So, um, same thing with Lowry. He's not going to do anything to, you know, we'll, we'll figure out, you know, mutually how to part ways if that's the way it goes. But so yeah, you wouldn't want Acadia to take back that doctorate. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Especially if the Raptors end up in a, like a, possibility of that lottery draft pick like mm-hmm. he's gonna want that yeah yeah like yeah know, that's true like uh, yeah or yeah that's true exactly like um yeah like things can change quite a bit same with lowry like if we get you know like the number two pick and one of these super exciting guys to come later. in of course he's gonna want to come back right and be a part of that and so yeah yeah a lot of things can change pretty quickly i think we should definitely do a live show when they do that uh oh, yeah. the lottery balls you know mm-hmm. well the crazy thing about that too is if they do get that high pick it's one of those moments where you get to be part of a the, a team that has a lottery pick that isn't in a rebuild yeah 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 well the best you worst team have, right so yeah yeah whoever comes to the raptors for the past you know while it's been a good place to go uh not necessarily for superstars but you know any up-and-comer i don't see why you and i mean we want a championship obviously but that kind of goes without saying. Um, but, yeah, we've been a pretty solid team for a long enough time in playoff, you know, always a contender. Um, so, yeah, it's been a good destination for, like, a young guy. It would be a great team yeah. to come join. And I mean, look what happened to all the young guys who came, right? We busted out Norman Powell, got Van Vliet, Siakam, yeah. Ananobi, all these young guys that have been Boucher. There's all have, those G League yeah. guys that are now starting in places mm-hmm. all around the league, like O'Shea Brissett, Alizé Johnson. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like second-round picks and unsigned guys, and we get them paid. Like, when you come in here, you know, you've got a good shot in a few years. If you put the work in, you might get a, whatever, eight, nine-figure deal, right? The way Siakam did coming out of the second round. So, like, that would not have happened. We know that wouldn't have happened if he got drafted by the Knicks, right? He'd be, I don't know, (laughs) working at Home Depot now or whatever. 
Hey, man, but if you needed something off the top shelf, he's got you covered. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's uh, right. Just doing a little bit of scoreboard watching here. Right now, Washington's currently up on Milwaukee, but Indiana's currently behind Sacramento. So, Oh, so we've got them on a back-to-back then tomorrow. That's it. Yeah. Or no, sorry. We don't play them tomorrow. We play Washington tomorrow. Oh, yeah, it is tomorrow. Okay, yeah, so we got them on the back of a back-to-back. No, that's oh, man, we better not win that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is an emotional yeah. roller coaster. this podcast here. Yeah, I'm starting to... <laughs> uh, and they're playing Milwaukee, too, yeah, so that's a, that's a big one. Hmm. Have you Westbrook jersey on tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be cheering heavy. Beal, Beal, though. Oh yeah, Beal's one of those guys that's impossible to cheer against. He just, hey, what Ben has been saying right. for or the whole year here, being like, everybody keeps saying, "Oh, where's he going?" He's like, "I haven't asked to leave. Yeah. I don't understand." <laughs> <laughs> Moreover, he said how much he loves it and everything, and wants yeah. to be one of those guys. Uh, same kind of thing Damian Lillard uh, always says, like it's more valuable to build a team or whatever. Yeah, we'll do it over here, man. But that often comes to an end. Exactly. Yeah. Poor yeah, playoff run. The championship. Let's get Beal. I'd love to have Beal on our team. Yeah, I think it would just be Beal on the team, though. The amount of stuff you'd have to trade away to get him. Yeah. Yeah. There goes OG. There goes. Well, not if we have not if we get a top three pick or something. That's a huge chip, right? Throwing Malachi Flynn or whatever, you know. A bunch of possibility for like, but for no, for one of the top scorers in the league right now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's probably. Yeah, well, the cap gets a little more easy to mess around with in the off season, right? Compared to mid. Pay some luxury taxes, Especially if you call have, it a day. Who needs Masai? Yeah. Well, if you have Lowry going ben here. the door. He's got the cap all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like that guy in Moneyball. Uh, what's his name? Anyway. <laughs> Fudge the numbers. Well, anyways, yeah, so we're looking forward to a pretty uh, interesting game here. Uh, and it was good to see this game that just passed by. We saw Harris. We saw the big guys continue their development and look pretty good. Uh, on the subject of uh, Gillespie, what we were talking about before, there's one or two things I just want to touch on. There's a couple of plays a game where you see him and you're like, man, that guy does not look like a rookie. Like, uh, he tr- seems to draw a lot of fouls when he's trying to do the screen. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Like, yeah. He had a like, big people trying screen. to get around him, they just like they push, they like they shove just because he's such a big guy, right? Yeah. And then uh, well, that's because he came up the hard way, right? Like, he went through yeah. D3, D1, G League, like, uh, scratching for jobs. I think he went overseas for a minute, you know. Like, well, who was it there. that bowled him over yesterday? Was it uh, Beverly? Someone smashed. Oh, yeah, the, that was. Or was it Morris? Yeah. Okay, Morris. That was yeah, a collision. Yeah. yeah. That was, yeah, set up the pick and just knocked him straight down. I was like, wow, I lifted him off his feet almost. Like, okay, and that's a big dude. Um, yeah, no. People love Beverly, like, watching him play. He's just. I don't know, an animal out there. I like it a lot. I like his game. Yeah. But that's the kind of thing that, like, you know, that that's what veteran players, you know, sad. that's like a, a Kyle Lowry move, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, Gillespie's, uh, I think, for coming out of kind of nowhere, and I was, when we signed him, it was, who's who? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I like a lot of what I've seen. Zero three-point attempt. Birch took his, his obligatory one, but, uh, yeah, no, he's a good big man. Both those guys love the pick and roll, and uh, I like yeah. that. It's one thing we've never – well, not never, but we just haven't had much ever, haven't utilized a lot of. Even with uh, Ibaka, right, he'd do a lot of the – he'd set picks and things, but he loved his uh, he elbow. He the pick and pop kind of guy. Yeah, exactly, that yeah. elbow yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and you know, hit him. Yeah, exactly. I, I love yeah. seeing it, but – 
Um, it's good to have guys, yeah, go towards the net, draw fouls, and you pull the defense in, right? If you're going to see oh, that yeah. guy, someone's going to have to come in, and it gives you a little bit more space on a three-point line, which we like to do usually. So. What he does pretty well too both of them actually is when off the off the pick and roll even if it like if it looks like they're not going to get the ball on the lob the guard or whoever it is that's running the other aspect of it just follows them right in because mm-hmm. they're yeah. just basically pushing guys out of the way yeah yeah he just goes right along with them and yeah, yeah they got pretty good hands they're starting to like pick up even if it's a tricky pass Bembry threw a really tough one to Gillespie yesterday where she had to like reach almost out of bounds to grab brought it back in and put up a tough little layup so uh yeah no they're they're great at that and they're starting to get the good chemistry going just got to bring Malachi Flynn into the mix and uh, we'll be set yeah well you know we have uh pretty much the rest of the week doesn't matter after the Washington game unless the Washington game (laughs) is a win Mm -hmm. so we'll get into that when we get into that in the next podcast but uh I think that about wraps us up here tonight, guys. Uh, Thank you very much, as usual, Kieran, for joining. Yeah, we'll see you next time. You got it. Ben, always un plaisir. You as well. Take care. And as always, we love you, B, and everybody out there. You have a good rest of your week, and we will talk to you soon. Either Kieran's going to be happy or all of you will be happy. So we'll see how it goes. (laughs) This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.